Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character, as we do every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm going pretty good, Connor. got that Friday feeling myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, you told me something uh, about Hero or Zero this week that has me intrigued and nervous because <laughs> we, for for those that don't know, we've been doing this show a while, right? Too long. We had our four year birthday party with all the listeners like last month. We did indeed. That was class. There's another one coming up around Christmas time, by the way, if you want to jump in for that. But besides all of that, is that we've covered most comic book characters at this point, the good ones at any rate. And a lot of those good ones we burned early in a time where microphone (laughs) quality is not what it is today. You're telling me as a brand new, as a brand new podcast and two, and two younglings, we did not have good audio. See, that's the thing. Most podcasts come out of the womb fully formed. We decided to work up to our greatness. I decided to buy the worst mod po- microphone you can buy, and I was like, this will do. It's grand. <laughs> we had to run it through like a cassette deck to get it to work. It was insane. <laughs> but uh, so we're, I suppose this is the We are going to start revisiting, I suppose, a few, a, few, a few of the older characters that people might not have even heard because they were done so early on in the podcast. Yeah. And so what I've decided to do is I went back and I kind of checked some characters that I like the report but maybe it wasn't the best in terms of I could sense we were full of energy, but the microphones that could, it sounded like I was eating that microphone and that microphone was not there to begin with anyway. And so what we did was <laughs> we I asked we asked the listeners at the listener hangout uh, celebrating the birthday last month if they'd like to hear some of the old episodes kind of redone in like a newer format, um, sounding a lot smoother. I could only hope this would be the episode the audio fucks up, but we're hoping it does. Absolutely. Um, oh no, we're both recording. But, phone boxes today. <laughs> so the character I'm going to be doing this week is one of my favourite 
favourite villains or maybe anti-heroes in all of DC Comics and that's Deathstroke Sean oh man yeah because we did do Deathstroke early on didn't we like, I think it was I, I think it was episode 12 I think it was Our, if you go back on the here's for hire.ie website and you click on the episode first of all don't listen to it the audio is terrible secondly please god no I'm, our old intro is on it and it's like a serious Batman the animated series intro that does not match the vibe <laughs> it's what I would no, say the, the tone of this show is a lot more silly boys than <laughs> Batman the animated series two morons so Sean I think we should get into this because I do have a lot to talk about I love this character and there was a whole bunch of stuff that I wanted to put in but also I was like at a certain point I need to stop because you need to edit a little bit I need to edit a little bit. So we're going to try and get through it. But um, Slade Wilson, uh, of course, mm. you may know the name Wade Wilson. De- Deadpool is, of course, based off of Deathstroke. It's a, actually... No, a I believe it's the other way around, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the creator of Deadpool, um, they brought... Marvel, like, brought him an idea of the, like, we want this character to be a mercenary. He has regenerative powers and he goes around killing people. He's sometimes an anti-hero. Um, and that's what we want. He was like, you're literally just describing Deathstroke stroke that he he actually is a character already and they were like ah figure it out <laughs> don't worry uh, about it. <laughs> make him i don't know funny this time <laughs> um so slade joseph wilson created by marv wolfman and george perez now wolfman and perez are pretty much integral to everything to do with dc comics in the 70s and 80s when it comes to D- teen titans and anything yeah. in that world all of the good stuff came from them, essentially. Those two, like, basically ran Teen Titans. And they set up everything that we kind of know about it. Um, especially in the in the 80s, they were going hard. Um, and so a new, mm. t- new Teen Titans number two in December of 1980 is Deathstroke's first appearance. Um, so he is a Teen Titans villain to start off with. But what I would say is he's probably more a Nightwing villain. No, actually, maybe a Dick Grayson villain. That he is okay. a Teen Titans or even Batman villain. I know he's in Batman Origins, the video game from a few years ago. Very um, good fight. Very good fight in ve- that game. Oh, very annoying. It's a very annoying fight. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good when you beat it. You're like, oh, thank God. But the 300 times up to that, you're like, this is the worst thing in the world. Um, yeah. So he, he's kind of known as part of that rose gallery. But I would definitely say him and Dick Grace that are more so... They're just adversaries, constantly. Um, right, so like Batman has like the Joker and the Riddler, but Dick Grayson is like, no, nah, it's just Deathstroke fucking with I, him I, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that kind of, that's how I would see it anyway. Um, now, I don't have any, like, I just like Nightwing, but that's how I would see it. Maybe I'm biased. <laughs> um, but, uh, so Slade Wilson was 16 years old, Sean, when he first enlisted in the United States Army, having lied about his age. Um, <sighs> Classic Slade. Classic, so, classic bad guy move. Lying. <laughs> Number one, liar. Number two, killing. <laughs> They're the two things. That's where I draw the line, personally. <laughs> he burned out an orphanage on his way there. Ah, oh, 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 come on now. Slade, I'm starting to come on. this guy. <laughs> he soon showed talents and skills in guerrilla warfare far superior to that of any other soldier that had ever been put into the army and was quickly promoted in rank time and time again. So is there any reason for that or he's just a naturally very gifted He's just like, a natural born killer. Right, okay, he's just built for this. He's, he's built just, different. 
he's built different he's rise and grind kind of attitude he has to life Sean <laughs> him on LinkedIn is a lunatic he's constantly rising and grinding oh my um, god <laughs> so in the early 1960s he met his captain Adeline Kane who was tasked with training young soldiers in new fighting techniques in anticipation for basically like this is in, in anticipation for Vietnam or fighting in Vietnam so what they were right. doing was Without sort of saying it, they had this whole special ops team that they were training uh, on the site. So, like, they'd take one or two, three or four soldiers away and they would train them in special ops to be like, you're going to be the killers if we need someone behind the scenes. Right, like the Captain America thing is that like they pick, like... A very select few to be like you get all the special stuff yeah, it's like a super soldier thing but without the powers like they just picked right. them because they were good um and kane was his teacher and she was amazed at how skilled slade was basically immediately and quickly and how quickly he adapted to modern conventions of warfare almost instantaneously whenever she taught him anything um she immediately Sean, fell in love with him of course she did. i mean who wouldn't look at the man <laughs> He's presumably 18 at this point. <laughs> I think, I hope so. She's 36. Oh, Lord. on 16. It's a bit iffy. But what can you do? Um, she immediately fell in love with him and realised that he was without doubt the most able-bodied soldier she had ever encountered in her life. Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet he was. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. He's able-bodied in more ways than one. Um, <laughs> she offered to privately train Slade in guerrilla oh, warfare. Oh, I bet she did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to stop. Sorry, yeah, that's a dumb bit. But, oh, I bet she did. Nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. Um, and in less than a year, Slade mastered every fighting form presented to him and was soon promoted to the rank of lieutenant colonel. Six months later, he and Adeline were married, and she became pregnant with their first child. It was at this time that the war in Vietnam began to escalate, and Slade was shipped overseas uh, just basically to fight. Like, he was sent in undercover behind enemy lines to do some right. bad shit. Um, and so, at, at home, Adeline gave birth to their son, Grant, um, and sometime later, Wilson volunteered for a medical experiment. So... So, as someone high up in the in the army, Sean, they come to Slade, they're like, you're the best we have. Yeah. What if you were better? What if you, if it's you, but like, cool, like like a better version of you. And it's not like just like a pyramid scheme. I'm, ta- I'm talking injection, Slade. That's what yeah. I'm talking. <laughs> um, talking big needle. Probably, <laughs> I want to say blue liquid inside. <laughs> Sometimes green. It really kind of depends. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, well, it depends on what franchise. So, <laughs> so there's an American medical experiment designed to stimulate his adrenal gland in the hopes of increasing a soldier's ability to resist truth serums. So it's a roundabout way of them going, enemies have truth serums. You know a lot. We had this special program that we're going to inject you with this stuff. Truth serums will no, no longer work on you. So if you get captured, you won't say a word. Right, okay. That, I mean, it makes sense that they would try and do that. Uh, I um, don't know if truth serum's actually a real thing, but yeah, let's go I certainly don't know if truth serum anti-serum is a real thing. <laughs> it would be weird if the anti-serum existed, but truth serum didn't, though. <laughs> It's a lie serum. At that point, you just constantly <laughs> lie. Um, so the experiment did not go as expected, Sean, as you really? can guess. In an origin story. <laughs> um, and Slade fell into a coma, 
when he awakened, however, he discovered that he was now capable of using 90% of his brain capacity at any given moment. So he was already... Basically perfect as a human. Um, yeah, and like anything he was introduced to, he took it up straight away. Yeah. There was no real learning curve for him with any of this stuff. Yes. He hasn't had like that moment of overcoming the odds because he is the odds. Um, so he can now use 90% of his brain capacity. His strength, durability and agility were increased to near superhuman levels also. Busted. Absolutely busted. <laughs> so it's like Captain America, but he's now also a genius. So near, the way comic book power scaling works is that like near superhuman is like, that's better than Olympian. Like it's beyond, oh, yeah. it's basically beyond what a human can well, what, what's regularly Cap? Cap do. Cap is near superhuman in everything. Yeah, I think Cap might be superhuman. I See, think. I, I think originally they write him as like he's the he's like Olympic level everything. But like yeah. then you watch read it in the comic books or watch him doing stuff, and you're like he's definitely superhuman in some way. Like I don't know if an yeah. Olympian can hold a helicopter. <laughs> so like, but yeah, but like Daredevil would be near superhuman in agility. Yeah, okay. you know, like probably the same with Nightwing. Yeah. Um, however, this life uh, was basically he he had it good, right? He's been basically given um, this super soldier serum without them saying it was a super soldier serum and what happens then though is a lifelong friend Randolph Wintergreen um, he was sent on a suicide mission he was a fellow soldier and he gets captured not Wintergreen not Wintergreen exactly when his superiors refuse to help so Slade comes from he's like Wintergreen's been captured we need to stop him and they're like ah, it's, it's only one soldier it's okay it's too dangerous to go in we can't go in um, yeah, Slade's like no regular well, soldier could do this. Slade Slade pulls the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible job of I'm going rogue <laughs> as usual. <laughs> Has to go rogue in every film. Is there a Mission Impossible movie where he doesn't go rogue? No, I think he's rogue every time. Maybe the first one, but even I then he's really, a wild card. You need to set the precedent that he can't. He's not rogue before the rogueness stands out. I think. If, eventually, there's a whole nation of rogue in that franchise. <laughs> That's true. Um, I do like though with Deathstroke. I do like that. Like his going rogue. It's for like his friend. Yeah. Like it's not just like he wants more power or anything like that. So like he goes on an, an unauthorized solo mission to save his friend. And in the end, he does save Wintergreen, killing a whole bunch of people on his way there because he, now he's just fucking supercharged super soldier. And he was dis- but he was discharged from the army for disobeying orders. So they're like, you're out of here. You might be the greatest person we've ever had, but you're out of here, boy. That, yeah, that's wild to discharge your super soldier. <laughs> um, so Slade decided this was for the best, as he was fed up with the army and its code of blind loyalty. He hated the blind loyalty that was there. Um, okay. So he left and turned towards hunting, and he became a world-famous safari hunter. Uh, and great which in, which in the 70s and 80s was fine. <laughs> which was fine. <laughs> Um, and so a great wealth follows after and but Adeline always suspected however that Slade felt unfulfilled uh, by doing this so right. uh, by the way I'm doing the pre-New 52 Slade origin probably they've, they've revamped it since but just to let people know um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I know what you're probably thinking Sean a big part of his personality is that Slade is missing an eye 
Um, I was going to mention this because I've y- seen Arrow, so I know that that happens. You, you have seen Arrow, and there's always an arrow in the mask somewhere. Yeah. Um, but a few <laughs> years, that's actually a story in comic books. That's actually based off a story in comic books. Oh, where, that's right. Um, where Arrow actually puts an arrow in his eye. <laughs> puts it in his right eye, so I think it's a good one. Um, a few years later, a group of hired mercenaries break into Wilson's mansion and they kidnap young Joey, who is his son. So he's got Grant and he's got Joey. And okay. Joey's only a baby at this stage. Or no, he's, I think he's a... Maybe not a full baby, but like he's he's obviously very young. Like a toddler. He's 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 not forty, right? Joey is. I can confirm. He's under forty. He's under forty, but over zero. Um, He's in that age range. Um, So young Joey gets kidnapped, and Adeline attempted to fight them off, but a gas grenade prevented her from saving her son. So when Slade comes home and he discovers what's happened, he knew he could not keep the truth from his wife any longer. Slade was not only a world-famous safari hunter, Sean. He hadn't told his wife that he was also one of the world's deadliest and most sought-after assassins. Oh, she thought he got all of this money and mansions from hunting elephant and shit. Because <laughs> they're full of money. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a video game. You kill one and coins come out. That's what she thought. But she she was surprised to know that's not what happened. Um, so he was called Ter- Deathstroke the Terminator was his name. Great name. Probably the coolest comic book name. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what though? I'm gonna say I might say something controversial. I think I like Deathstroke by itself better. Um, the Terminator movie came out four years after this, which is why they got right. rid of the Terminator part of the name because obviously then they it was movie form, so you can't have yeah, the Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, li- I like it as a, a as a moniker, like as is like Deathstroke that's what the he's known as. Yeah, I think if the Terminator the movie hadn't come out the name is even cooler. I think so, yeah. I think when they originally come up with it, they're like, we've nailed this. But then yeah. obviously, like the the lads are looking across in the studio, they're like, the Terminator is actually a pretty cool name. <laughs> Why don't we use that? <laughs> um, so he promised Adlan that he would save their son. He's like, do you know who the fuck I am? I'm going to go get him. Um, and so de- together they fly they fly um, to, to Tangier and squared off against a rival mercenary known as the Jackal. So the Jackal wanted Slade to reveal important information relating to a client or else he would have his men kill Joey. So the Jackal has kidnapped Joey and has basically mm-hmm. said, Slade, I'll give your child back. You just give me information on one of your clients. Um, and if you don't give me that information, I'll have my I'll have my men kill your child. That's the stakes. Seems like a fairly even trade for any father, though. Slade decided he, he, in a very famous comic book paddle says... My word, but like my word his means is bond. Like, my word is my bond. I can't give up my clients. My um, God! And like Adeline's looking at him, like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Just he's going to kill him, the kid. Just give him the client." And he's like, "No, I can't. It's it's not worth it." So he was willing to like, but he was also, I think, banking on his reflexes being so fast that he can get to his son before the jackal can give the order to kill Joey. That's a big risk, though. Like, would you not just give a fake name at that point? See. I t- he's it, he's all other. He's all just like gotta stick to the other code. I'm not doing that. Um, okay. And right, so unfortunately, I guess. though, Sean, he doesn't give up any information. The jackal gets pissed, declares Joey dying. He, like declares oh. his men to kill Joey. 
Joey, oh. unfortunately, Slade did not get there in time as Joey's throat was slashed by one of the criminals before Slade could prevent it, destroying Joey's vocal cords, which is why Joey can't speak in the comic books um, when he's okay. Jericho. Oh, yes, I remember this. I do remember this. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, and he, so he lives, but he now has to reconcile with the fact that his father was willing to let him die. <laughs> um, so after taking Joey to the hospital, Slade's wife, enraged at his endangerment of her son, tries to kill Slade. She's wow. like, you could have fucking saved him and now he can't talk for the rest of his life because of you. And so, and she's like proper high up in the army as well. So she's a fucking killer herself. Like she Oh trained. yeah, she's properly trained. Like she trained yeah. him. Yeah, so she's she's like, I'm going to kill you. So like she tries to kill Slade by shooting him in the fucking head. Um, but only managed to destroy his right eye. Afterwards, so he, she shoots him straight through and destroys his right eye, but he survives. Okay? Yeah. But afterward, his physical, his confidence in his physical abilities was such that he made no secret of his impaired vision to anyone he killed. So that's why he wears the mask that has an eye covered up because he's so confident that he still is, go- is going to kill you with one eye that he's like, it doesn't matter. I actually yeah. think it makes him be more dangerous. They're going to be more intimidated. That's the thing. Like he wears it as like a, it's like it, it's a threat. It's like I yeah, I only have one eye and I'm still better than you. Yeah, exactly. And so that's actually how he loses his eye. His wife shoots him and he survives somehow the blow, but he um he loses that eye, like they can't get it back. So he just he just he's missing an eye, but he's still the world's greatest killer, even with one eye. That's it. That's really, really cool. And it is such a good, it's an iconic mask as well, in yeah. terms of like. like it's, um, it's like all the black side, and then it's split in half, and then the orange side is like the one with his eye open. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we've all seen the end of Batman versus Superman, Connor. <laughs> we, we've all seen Arrow <laughs> season two. <laughs> what a great season. Um, so, the Teen Titans shot. I'm obviously, yes. like, we're like nearly 20 minutes in. I think we are 20 minutes in, and I still haven't even touched the Teen Titans, which, if anyone's read the Teen Titans, the Jewish contract. Slade's very involved in that. Um, yeah, the animated so Slade, series as well. Slade is a big presence. Yeah, he's a big presence in that like 2003 Teen Titans. Yeah. Uh, before it became Teen Titans Go. Uh, so Slade has a long history as an enemy of the Teen Titans, beginning when his other son, Grant. Uh, Grant was um, a foe of the Teen Titans called Ravager. And uh, Grant... Be- he was basically fighting the Teen Titans and he was physically enhanced to fulfil a contract... Um, to kill or capture right. the Teen Titans but Grant's enhancement weren't as good as Slate's in that they proved fatal and basically killed him oh shit so whatever they injected him with or whatever they put into him it wasn't stable and it was the yellow stuff it wasn't the green or the blue ah, one. you don't so want the yellow stuff it wasn't Grant. very good um, get it together and so Slade agrees to take up the contract for his dying son he's like I'm gonna fulfil the contract for you for son Cause, um, that, what an unfair fight as well, sending Slade <laughs> Wilson against some teenagers. As a result, he attacked the Titans continually, and that's why he comes onto their radar. Because Grant takes the contract to kill them, he gets he dies from like a fucked up um, enhancement, and Slade is like, I'm taking that contract off you, and I'm going to kill them, because it's your, they're the this. reason you died in his head. Yeah, yeah, that's how he reconciles it. It's like, no, if they weren't there, someone wouldn't have hired you and enhanced you to kill them. 
Yeah, I mean, like, so there's a whole host of situations, like, where uh, he introduces Tara, who is a 16-year-old who I, it's pretty heavily implied he's having a relationship with. Um, and uh, mm. it, he puts her into the team as a spy. and um, But he is defeated later and captured with the help of Joey, who joins the team as Jericho. So his other son becomes a hero known as Jericho, who we have covered a Hero Zero, but I might cover again, because he's one of those characters that all, people probably don't know a lot about. Yeah, um, and he was also done in the Bad Microphone days, I believe. I think so. But see, there's so many characters to cover. Um, and so J- Jericho's power is he can put his spirit into other people's bodies. That's his yes. thing, right? And... Whatever happened, uh, Slade gets put on trial for his crimes, but the trial is deliberately sabotaged by Garfield Will- Logan, aka Beast Boy, because Garfield, in a moment of rage, is basically, I'm going to kill Slade myself. We're not going to put him on trial for what the st- right. stuff he's done to us. Um, also, I love lasagna and hate Mondays. <laughs> That's what he says. He doubles up. He's green and orange. Like the serum, Sean. Like the serums. Um, however, when the two uh, confront each other. So what's happened is Beast Boy is pissy because he thinks he's responsible for Terra's betrayal of the Titans. Yeah. He feels like he's the reason why she betrayed them. He, To be honest with you, Slade just, like, she's a spy. Like, Slade said to Raid anyway, she was going to betray them no matter what. But Garfield, he's a nice boy. So he's like, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the reason why everyone's the, the team. Like, people died in the team, and, like, people got hurt, and maybe that's on me. Um, but when the two confront each other, Beast Boy finds himself unable to kill Slade, because he's a nice boy, and he just, yeah. he can't fight it in him. Feeling some empathy for his grief, Slade explained his past with Terra, and basically told him the whole plan. And Beast Boy realised there was nothing he could do. He was not to blame. He was gone. It was going to happen no matter what he was there or not. And the two actually parted ways on peaceful terms. um, Because Slade is like, I understand you're grieving. And I understand you don't mean this. So we can part ways. Yeah, I'm not going to take this as a a fight to the death. Like, Like, I'm not killing for free, like... (laughs) <laughs> no one's paid me to kill you so we're, <laughs> exactly. we're essentially friends <laughs> and they've actually I think they have come become friends uh, for a little bit um, so months later Slade encounters and actually comes to the assistance of the Titans so he actually helps the Titans as well in certain storylines um, when some of their members are abducted by the Wildebeest Society and so Slade helps them track them down and he discovers Shad, however that the leader is none other than Jericho himself, who has turned bad. Good um, old Jerry. So he's like, my own son is now leading the bad guys and I'm the good guy? Somehow? What well, the fuck's what this? A, what, a weird, what a weird turn of events, readers. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, he looks at the camera like Deadpool. Um, <laughs> it was revealed that Jericho had been possessed by one of the, uh, by the corrupted souls of Azareth. Don't, we're not going to get into it. Let's just move on. Gets corrupted no, by a soul. Condense Azareth right now. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, who were using him to capture the Titans and using the Titans as physical hosts in order to survive. So they're captured Titans and then taken over their bodies. That's in a really simple way of what the storyline is. Okay. Um, however, during uh, the transfer process, Jericho's true self resurfaces and he begs his father to kill him. Because he's like, the demons inside me, dad, kill me. Kill this is me how right you stop now. It. 
basically. Stop this right now. I'm going to I'm going to keep killing Titans if you don't stop me right now. Man. Uh, to spare his son any more pain and save the remaining Titans, Slade is forced to drive a sword through his own son's heart because his <sighs> son asks him to. That's that's a metal hardcore moment. Uh, uh, this mo- this day this act still haunts him to this day. Yeah, because I mean, number one, it's his son. Obviously, any death is going to affect him. But the fact that it was like a mercy kill, and he was begging for it, and he like reconciled that with himself, mm. like that's got to fuck with you. However, there was one big moment that made him turn again on the Titans. So he was with the Titans, but then his relationship with his wife takes a turn because oh. Slade underwent a process to gain regenerational powers, so he can regenerate. Bar- parts of him because he thinks yeah. it's going to help him grow back his eye so he's like okay I'll take it on like the enhancements have worked so far why not um, okay. and allowing him to survive any wound as long as his brain is intact so like literally like it's not as strong as Wolverine level of regeneration but it's it's pretty strong because like no other human would have it yeah yeah it means like he can get a big gunshot or a big cut and he will heal from it he won't just die straight away he does find out, though, that because his eye, he lost his eye before he gained his healing powers, he cannot grow it back. It has to be only ah, afterwards. Right, so it's kind of like he has this, like, this, it's, there's like a, a snapshot taken of how he is once the yeah. serum goes in. And that's just, he's just kept and at he that. Ca- and he can't, he can't change anything that's happened previously. That's just what I really is. like that. I think that's um, class. So that's why he's able to heal, but he also still has no eye. Which, I suppose, in comic book ways, kind of makes sense. Um, so, I mean, as much as any of this makes sense, yeah. <laughs> however, after he gains all these powers, Adeline gets into an accident. And he has to give a blood transfusion to save her life. Um, right. Resulting in her gaining some similar powers. So she gets a little bit of the serum. It turns her insane, Sean. As the oh. alteration of her DNA basically drives her mental. Um, and she starts back up Hive, who are like an evil group, um, in her insane state. And basically, he teams up with the Titans to be like, we gotta stop her. Like, she's got like my healing powers and she's also just as much of a killer as I am. Yeah. So yeah, he sees the threat that is also the woman he loves. And she also wants to wipe out all superhumans. So her plan is because she's blaming them for both of her son's deaths. So she's right. like, they're the reason my children are dead. I'm going to take all superheroes out one by one. Um, I mean, she's not entirely wrong, is she? Not not. Technically, no. Um, however, during the battle, her throat is slit like Joy's, so that's it's part of the whole thing. Um, and in a brief return of sanity, she begs Slade to kill her, requesting no. him to reunite her with, and this is her exact quote, my, our children. Reunite me with our children. Fuck um, me. Um, so since her he since her version of the healing power would not heal the wound, but allow her to live in spite of it, Deathstroke refuses. He's like, I'm not killing somebody else. I'm I'm not killing anyone else. I'm like in my part of my family. I just won't do it. Um, yeah. Now if but, you pay me. <laughs> but Starfire, on the other hand, is behind him and in a moment of I suppose like act of mercy, she disintegrates. Adeline in front of Deathstroke like using her powers 
I get, right? yeah, I, look, I get where the mercy comes from, but you could have picked a better moment. So this is the turning point as Deathstroke renounces all ties with the Titans and is just like, you just killed my fucking wife and mother of my children. I'm going to spend the rest of my life killing you, um, which makes sense. Um, he's, I mean, he, his daughter now, Rose Wilson, like she's the new Ravager and he's had her like infiltrate the team and then try and turn them all evil again. Um, although Ravager's now kind of good. So we're not going to get into that. Um, Your classic comic book story. Like. Classic. It's a whole, if I see the, one of these is like, I could talk for an hour about Slade because he's been involved in so many really historical stories. But um, yeah. Picking and choosing. We're picking and choosing here. Um, uh, one final thing I wanted to touch on was a little story known as Identity Crisis. Um, and also, just to really have a serious metal bit, Rose Wilson, his daughter, ripped her own eye out uh, in an oh. attempt to prove to her father that she was just like him. Uh, okay, so Love we're going to move on. <laughs> That's fucked. That's entirely fucked. Because <laughs> he's been injecting her with serum for years and years and driving her insane. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Father of the year. He also put kryptonite in her eye so she would slowly die over years and years and years and years. Okay, yeah! Oh no! Oh no, Slade! Slade's not a nice man! (laughs) Um, During Identity Crisis, one of my favourite moments from Deathstroke happens as he's enlisted as a bodyguard for Dr. Light, who is being chased by the Justice League. So Dr. Light's like, I'm being chased, Justice League are coming for me. He gives Deathstroke money and is like, protect me at all costs. Okay, and Deathstroke's um, like, fine, absolutely grand. In the ensuing battle, to give you an idea of the power levels of Deathstroke, who, remember, is just a man that then got injected with a hand serum, um, Deathstroke nearly beat the team of Elongated Man, The Flash, Zatanna, Hawkman, Green Arrow, Black Canary, The Atom, and Green Lantern, all at the same Holy time. Holy shit. That um, seems impossible, though. He systematically took out every member except for Green Lantern, who he ha- whom he had the potential to disable through trying to basically take the ring off him using his own willpower. So Slade's like, I've got the willpower to hold the ring. I'm going to take the ring off him, put it on myself. Fuck, he's just so confident in himself and his abilities that he's just, he's willing himself to win. Well, like, he, he's after taking it, what, five or six of them at this point. He's like, oh, you're oh, the last five or one six left. Like A-listers, like. Like, he took out the Flash. Like, um, fortunately, before the outcome of the conflict, uh, of this conflict with Green Lantern ended, Green Arrow stuck an, uh, Green Arrow stuck an arrow in Deathstroke's right eye socket, enraging him. Slade went ballistic, lost his cool, and began to beat the fucking ever-loving piss out of Green Arrow, <laughs> like, just non-stop. This gave everybody else in the team the majority the time to wake back up, to get back to their feet. And they yeah. all just fucking dogpiled on top of them to, to fucking get They also out. start kicking the shit out of Green Arrow. <laughs> I never liked them either. It's not that nice. Um, so uh, they basically all, uh, the te- the whole team, tackle Deathstroke to the ground. And Dr. Light has to use his powers to help the two of them escape. But I just think it's so fucking cool that, like, him by himself, he gets paid. He's like, yeah, I'll take out the whole Justice League for you. Like, who yeah. do you need to take it out? The Justice League? Yeah, fine. I'll do that. Yeah, imagine what he, like, and he could do that at any time, presumably. Well, he just yeah. doesn't because he's not being paid to do it. Uh, he's a founding member of Lex Luthor's Secret Society of Supervillains as well. There's a, okay. a small little fact. In on the um, ground floor with Lex. 
<laughs> True. Um, and so powers and abilities. Artificially enhanced physiology. Uh, so he's got enhanced intellect. Um, obviously 90% of his brain working at any given moment is more than anybody ever in the history of the world um, he's got enhanced reflexes enhanced strength enhanced stamina enhanced uh, agility enhanced senses um, they've all been basically he's got dead um, what am I thinking of Bl- uh, Matt Murdock Daredevil Daredevil. I was thinking dead, dead devil. I was like, that's not a guy. Daredevil. Because um, Deadpool's on my mind. De- uh, daredevil. He's basically got Daredevil's agility or his senses, but with like also all the other senses. <laughs> that's insane. That in itself is too much. Uh, enhanced hearing, enhanced sense of smell. So obviously all the Daredevil stuff. Enhanced vision, not the Daredevil thing, but the next level above. So, so um, his 50% of vision that he currently has is equal to maybe 200% of a regular yes. human's vision. Yes, it is, yeah. Um, enhanced durability, uh, accelerated healing, enhanced immunity, decelerated aging, which is why he's been the same age for years and years and years. Um, nigh immortality. Basically, he's virtually immortal because of his regenerative capabilities. Because he keeps going back to that, you know, that 35-year-old like yeah. framework that he set up. No, I, my favorite sl- Slade, though, is like Grey in the Temples. Like, grey mm. hair Slade. It's just like... Older, it, experienced, kind of. Oh, and he's just like the most confident man in every single room. He's like, what do you need me to do? Like, I can literally take out anyone. Who do you want dead? Um, he's got tactical analysis, intimidation, leadership, martial arts. He's an expert in basically every single uh, fighting ability. Um, he's able to defeat Batman, Nightwing, anyone in hand-to-hand combat. Um, he even managed to hold his own against Bronze Tiger, who's probably top two in DC for fighting. Yeah. We've talked um, about Bronze Tiger before, haven't we? I think so, yeah. Um, weaponry, swordsmanship, marksmanship, stealth, meditation, escapology. All of, like, think of Batman, but like with 90% of his brain and also no rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, like one. will kill, will use Will gun. kill. <laughs> um, so that's Deathstroke, Sean. An absolutely amazing villain that I think never gets really used because he's too good. Yeah, it's kind of hard to scale a an opponent for him um, but I think like he, he I would watch a, you know the way Sony are doing all their like anti-hero origin movies yeah. I would watch a Deathstroke one in a heartbeat I think he's <laughs> much more interesting version of Craven. yeah 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 so the yeah. Craven oh. they're doing mm. but also I don't, I understand you're a Spider-Man lover so I would say the Craven they're doing a million times better but I think his I think his character lends itself more to an individual movie than Craven does. That's it exactly. Yeah, Craven is really good when he is like a foil to Spider Man. But yeah. Deathstroke stands on his own really, really well and could carry his own story. Like he's incredibly fucked. Like he's such he's so evil, but also at the same time he has a code. So he's like, like he'll fuck, like he'll try and kill his own daughter slowly over fifty years. But then if you're like kill him, he's like. Are you going to pay me? No. Well, then I'm not going to kill yeah. whoever it is. Like that would be wrong, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. Like if he, him v Batman is like the main fight because that's why it works. They're like complete. They're very similar levels in power, and yeah. I think by proxy, I think Nightwing kind of gets thrown in because Nightwing is like has all of Batman's strengths, but at the same time also has the ability that he'll talk completely different to Deathstroke. Like, they're complete opposite ends 
of ideology. Yeah, but arguably, if you put Deathstroke in charge of eliminating crime in Gotham, it would be much more successful. Oh, he would kill them all, like one yes. by one. There would be um, no crime. He would. He he's like the Punisher mixed with Daredevil, mixed with the Winter Soldier. But then, at the same time, like if one of the criminals paid him enough, he would probably just let them do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. It, like, it, but but that's the thing is that it's, he's interesting because he has layers and because he has that code that he follows and makes sense to him. Uh, yeah. And he's just stuck with that. And he's also, I love when they write in a way in comics to just make them the same all the time. It's like you don't have to do the old man Deathstroke story. You don't have to do. No, he just stays the de-aging. same, and he's always he's always just the best. Like he, I, I know, Sean. It's a running gag. You haven't seen Young Justice. Really good in Young Justice as well. They do him really well because every time he walks yeah. in, he's just like these fucking kids, man. Like, what do you need to do? Kill them all. I'll kill them all. I'll <laughs> murder children. Kill? I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Um, so that's my report on Deathstroke, Sean. Really good report. Very good to revisit the character. Um, mm-hmm. Hope everyone enjoyed that. Um, would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thank you to everyone over on the Patreon who continues to support the show, patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast. Link to that is in the description, and you get all the movie and TV show reviews. Everything we've ever done uh, is up there. Other ways to support the show is the merch store link below, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter's at heroesforhirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's discussion group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawton. I've been Sean Meehan. Wish to see you on next weekend. Bye. Bye. 